Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps you to seek the kind of faith that makes Jesus marvel. Hebrews 11.6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to God must not only believe that he exists, but that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I would say you're a diligent seeker if you're listening to this podcast. Only a diligent seeker likes to hear the word of God and be delivered and set free. Only a diligent seeker would take the time to try to press into God and learn from him through his word and his spirit. So I thank you for joining me today on this podcast. Got a great message for you. This is a message that I'm going to be sharing tonight um, at one of the prisons that I minister at called Baker Reentry Facility in Baker County, Florida. And I'm just so excited about this. I'm going to practice on you guys and just try to get this message out and show these guys and share with the with my brothers in blue uh, who love the Lord and who will exercise their faith by walking across the compound and to, to come into the chapel. Faith, yes, faith has legs. Faith has legs. It walks. It talks. It has action behind it. Faith without works is dead. Even Peter, he had to hear Jesus say, come, when he was on the water and was in the boat and the boat was sinking. He had to step out of a sinking boat. He had nothing to lose. And he heard Jesus say, come, when Peter said, master, if that's you, bid me to come. And when Jesus said, come, his faith was ignited. But Peter had to swing his legs over the side of the boat of his own free will to walk on the water. His faith, his belief in Jesus, one word, that word come, was enough to levitate him on the water, to cause him to walk on the water, at least for a few steps. So I believe that's where the Lord's bringing all of us. We're going to be water walkers and word talkers. And we're going to see the latter rain come in 2023, as we saw early on in 2,000 years ago in the book of Acts the former rain, and now we're going to see the latter rain in 2023. So anyway, thanks again for listening. This message that I have to you today is entitled, Don't Ever Cover Your Face. Don't Ever Cover Your Face. And my scripture for this is uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18, and it says, But we all, that's all of us, we all, with unveiled faces, Uncovered faces, that means. We all with unveiled faces beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed transformed into the same image from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, we don't have to try to change for God. I'm not changing for God. God is changing himself or changing me for himself. Let me say that again. I'm not changing for God. God is changing me for himself. It's God's idea to transform us into the image of his dearly beloved son, Jesus Christ, who sits at his right hand. If I could change myself, then I would get the glory, but all glory goes to God. Part of our, our, the greatest part of our salvation is yet to come. We're forgiven of all sins but we're also being transformed slowly, inch by inch, it seems, some days, into the glorious image of his beautiful son, Jesus Christ, 
who's exalted and is in his full glory at the right hand of the Father, seated. He's resting because his work is done. And now he's waiting for us to get moving, his body on the earth to get moving and to believe and receive all that Christ died to give us. We all are being transformed by the Holy Spirit. It's not us that's doing the changing. Read, let's read this again. We all, that's all of us, everyone who's listening, with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, inch by inch, right? By the Spirit of the Lord. It's by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that's changing us. We don't really have to do anything but just show up, <laughs> look to God, and be radiant. Jesus says in, in Matthew 6, 22, he says, when your eye is single, your whole body will be full of light, not just your face, but your whole body. But you know, your face is the fullness of your personhood or your personality. Even your, your, your dumb smartphone recognizes your face and it won't turn on. And if you have face, facial recognition, it will not turn on or will not activate until it sees your ugly mug. And I'm sure you're more beautiful than me. I'm saying that because uh, my face is looking pretty peaked these days. But I love um, 2 Corinthians 4.16. It says, even though my outward man is perishing, inwardly I'm being renewed day by day. So thank God the inward man, our spirit, is renewing our soul, our inward man, and we're being transformed. This is a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, the devil, he wants us to cover our face. When this planet, and I'm saying the whole planet, got masked up at once. We all, three years ago, got tricked by the devil. And we all had to throw on the masks, which have been proven scientifically over the last five decades to really, to not be able to keep out any type of coronavirus. But they, we, even the Ayatollah got masked up. Only the, only the, a spirit could do this. An evil, foul, wicked spirit could cover the glory of everybody's beautiful face. Psalm 34, verse four and five says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. We look to him and we're radiant. Our faces are not ashamed. We radiate the glory of God as believers through our face. The Bible says, you know, when we meet him face to face, we shall see him as he is because we'll see that we're just like him. We're gonna see what we're like in the spirit. We're gonna, when we meet the Lord face to face, we're gonna see what we had in the inside of us the whole time we were here through our spiritual union with him. It's such a wonderful thing. This whole passage in 2 Corinthians 3, it's just a beautiful passage. It talks about the old covenant in the new covenant, it talks about how Moses, when he got the Ten Commandments, he had to wear a, a veil or a mask over his face because his face was just radiating from the from the Ten Commandments, the old covenant, the law given to Moses. But it compares the old covenant with the new covenant that we share in Christ's shed blood on the cross, in His finished work through His His death, burial, and resurrection. It's amazing. It, it compares the two covenants. 2 Corinthians 3.8 says, you know, well, I'll, be, I'll start at the beginning of 3. It says, Don't, uh, do we begin to commend ourselves again or do we need as some others epistles or letters of commendation 
to you or letters of commendation from you, don't you know that you're our epistle written on our hearts and you're read by all men? Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ. That means a letter of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, talking about the Ten Commandments, but on the flesh, that is the heart. It says the spirit, not the letter in the Bible. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 4 says, and we have such trust through Christ towards God, not that we are efficient of ourselves to think anything about ourselves, but our sufficiency comes from God who has made us sufficient ministers of this new covenant, not of the letter, meaning the Ten Commandments, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. This new covenant we have through our born-again spiritual union with Christ, through his death, burial, and resurrection, gives us this new covenant, the covenant that we celebrate when we do communion, the covenant of his blood shed for the forgiveness of our sins, the covenant that he made, through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which all believers share. And it says, the glory of the new covenant, it says, but if the ministry of death, written engraved on stones, talking about the Ten Commandments again, was glorious so much that the children of Israel could not look at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which is his face, which glory was passing away, how now will the ministry of the Spirit be more glorious? Let's talk about what we have today. For if the ministry of condemnation, talking about the Ten Commandments, how they bring a man under condemnation and guilt so he has nowhere to go but to Christ, then it says, how much more does the minister of righteousness exceed in glory? For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels, talking about the new covenant. For if it was passing away, if that which was passing away, meaning the old covenant was glorious, how much more that remains shall be even more glorious. Therefore, since we have such hope, hope in what? Hope in the new covenant. We have great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, but their minds were blinded. Even until this day, a veil still remains in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil is on their heart. But when it, it, meaning their heart, turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. When a man's heart turns to the Lord, his mask is removed off of his heart. Wow. And there's certainly no more mask needed on your face when we move into the new covenant. But the mask is taken off your heart. And then it says, the mask is taken away. Now where the spirit of now now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty but we all with unveiled faces beholding as in a glass or in a mirror the glory of the Lord we're being transformed in the same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord brothers and sisters just like we look in a mirror to see our physical appearance When we look into God's word and we hear these words preached and read, we're getting a look in the inward mirror to see what we're like on the inside, what our spirit is really like now through our union with Christ. And we feel such glory to know that slowly but surely our soul is being transformed. Our soul is our mind, our will, our emotions, our imagination, our memory, 
or our personality, you can call it. That's the part of us that's being transformed. Our spirit has been perfected and sealed forever. 1 Corinthians 6, 17, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Ephesians 1, 13 says, the moment you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Our spirit has been perfected forever, it says in Hebrews 10. In that whole chapter, it says it several times. Your spirit has been perfected forever. It's just your soul and your body, the other two parts of you that are needing some uh, work on them. And, and they're never going to get any better while we're here. But while we're here, that's why, we, that's why the Bible says we walk in the spirit and we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So I just want to close today just by saying, have you look at these scriptures. Take a look in your spiritual mirror today, the word of God and see who you are in Christ. See yourself the way God the Father sees you, hidden in his Son. For you died, the Bible says, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, shall appear, you shall also appear with him in glory, the full glory. I thank you, brothers and sisters.